Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The Marybody app gives you unlimited access to online yoga, Pilates, and meditation classes. There are over 400 classes to stream and download right now. Oh my. And also we add a brand new class each and every week. So your library just continues to grow and grow. I think the most important thing to mention though is that Marybody is fun and it brings joy to your life. This is what our members say. <laughs> so if you want to come and try it out for free, you can head over to the merrymakersisters.com forward slash Marybody. Over at that page, you can start your free seven day trial, get access to it all and see if it's for you. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome to episode 321 on the Get Married Podcast. We're so excited to be here. Uh, Last week we talked about courage. It was a great episode. We had heaps of great feedback. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for emailing us and leaving us all of the comments. We love to hear from you. Uh, But this week we are talking about a different topic as we do each and every week. And Thanks again to a lot of your feedback on Instagram and Facebook for inspiring this episode. Yes. So we actually received a message from someone talking about Facebook memories and how it kind of triggered her. Uh, and, I mean, like we, I feel like we can all relate uh, where you look back at a picture, whether it's on Facebook or not, and you're like, oh, look how good I look there. I'm so thin. I'm so beautiful, and wait a minute, I also thought I was fat then. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, I can remember feeling this. Right now, with all my work of self-acceptance, I no longer get triggered by photos, and that's amazing. I hope you are listening, and if you can relate to the to the feeling of being disappointed with yourself or the sadness when you look back on photos, I hope you can use me as a, I guess, hope that you can move through to self-acceptance. Um because it just feels a lot better. Mm. But, yeah, and I think as well the Facebook memories, because they just pop up, you know, when you least expect it. It's like you're not prepared sometimes maybe, and I think this is why it makes it a bit harder. It's not like you're going to go look through photos. Like it's just popping up in your feed and yeah. you have the desire to click on those memories. Well, the thing is it's like, yeah, you get one and then it's like yeah. see all memories and you're like, well, of course I want to see all memories. Yeah. Like let me go and have a little spy on past me. Uh, and, yeah, I can definitely relate as well looking back on photos when you're younger and being like, oh, my, like I don't look like that anymore or uh, oh, my hair was like this. How come it's not like this anymore? Or my stomach was so skinny back then. Like I thought I was fat and now it's yeah. not. Uh, and it's interesting. So I guess what we want to talk about today is like why do we feel like that and also how we can move through feeling that and how can we feel something else instead and can we be more, I guess, aware of our thoughts. But it's Easier said than done. Mm. So I think this is the most important thing is like 
this whole self-acceptance thing of like accepting ourselves as we are right here, right now, it's so easy to say. Yeah. It is not easy to do. No. And as we always say, it's a continuous practice and reminding ourselves and surrounding ourselves with messages that help us remember to accept ourselves and not the opposite. Because really most, uh, you know, the bombarding messages around us are actually the opposite, telling us we're not good enough. So then we have to consciously and put in effort to practice self-acceptance. We have to step outside the the norm, I think. Mm. Yeah, so I thought I would read out some of the comments that we got on Instagram because Emma uh, posted on our stories, like, how do you feel when your Facebook memories pop up? And it wasn't like a leading question. It was just like, mm. you weren't like, do you feel no. sad? Do you feel this? Like, you were just asking people Well, because I wanted to hear what everyone thought because I know there's some people who don't think this too. Yeah. And, of course, like, yeah. Yeah, so I'll just read through some of them. Someone said, I laugh at what my self-perception was at the time. <laughs> uh, I always analyze how less tired I looked, how much healthier, slimmer, oh. happier. I think, wow, I looked quite good in that photo when at the time it was taken. I was so much more critical. Someone says, happy. Uh, someone says, I wish I could go back to that fat, in inverted commas, mm-hmm. realizing I wasn't fat at all in those photos. Sometimes good, sometimes not good. Mm-hmm. I always oh, – I was feeling slash how willing I was to take full body pictures. It's sad to reflect back on. Hmm. I've noticed that most of my photos don't include my body, which speaks volumes for how I feel now. Flashbacks of when I used to have an unhealthy relationship with food. It makes me hmm. sad for my younger self. Hmm. I, I can relate to that one too. Yeah. Uh, happy. I wish I knew I wasn't big when I thought I was. I wish I was that size now. I usually cringe. I'm always surprised I don't look as bad as I remember feeling at the time. So the overall percentage of messages that we received, and there's still more, uh, someone else said nostalgic. Someone said, to be honest, it's a little triggering because I'm definitely in a bigger body now, so it's hard to let go of judgment. Someone says, "Why? like, why am I so hard on myself? Look how thin I was. I wish I could have appreciated my body more at the time. I have, like, a lot of chills reading these messages. I feel, like, a lot of sadness, like, in these messages because, like, I was that too and, Emma, you've been that too. And it's very easy to fall back to those feelings as well. So know that, like, if you're feeling this or if you ever feel like this, it is very common and even when you practice self-acceptance and even when you have a podcast and a business that really has the core mission mm. of promoting that, we also fall back. Of course. And I think, you know, then there's so much more, isn't there? Like whether it's not to do with your body, it mm-hmm. might be to do with your skin, it might be to do with your life situation. Uh, comparison is a, a very easy human habit. Whether you're comparing to someone else, whether you're comparing to your past self, whether you're comparing to the better version of you that you you think you can be. But really, comparing doesn't usually make us feel any good. It actually creates suffering because we usually compare, as they would say, upwards uh, or you put your current present self down less than whatever you're comparing yourself to. And even though that might not even be true, right? Because the thing is, especially like when we're looking back at memories, 
we're looking back at photos. There's so much more to that person than just the photo, right? And there's so much more to you than what you look like. Uh, It's just that we do live in this world that amplifies the importance of the external body. And right now, yes, especially I think at our ages and our mum's ages and uh, even generations younger, Maybe it's still just as big. I don't know. Um, the the emphasis on thinness and thin equals beauty. I mean, that's what we grew up thinking. We thought we had to be thin. We thought we needed to lose weight. Uh, and this caused so much suffering for us and this led us to do what we're doing. Yeah, and it's just not true, is it? No. So the more that, you know, you dive into that, the more you realise how untrue that is. And... As you were saying, comparison, it is a very uh, normal thing for a human to do. It is the way that we're able to, like, create separateness. Like, it's the way Mm. we're able to, uh, I guess, decipher reality in a way. You know, you think of it like not as a body. Like, you compare things all the time, the weather. Yesterday it was cold, today it's hot. Like, you know, we're always taking in information. True, true, true. And our brain is always pretty much without our control yeah. comparing things. Well, and that's why we Dirty, say. Dirty, clean. Yeah, and that's why we say we, you need to be conscious. Mm-hmm. You need to bring effort. You need to, instead of letting the thought just, like, take you, it's like, hang on a minute, like, yeah, okay, it's human nature to compare and it's necessary to compare in many instances, but also in this day and age, actually, I don't need to compare mm-hmm. in this situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I read on, I don't know if it was Instagram or Facebook, but someone had said that, you know, they looked back and saw a much healthier version and now they struggle with mobility and, and pains. And, you know, in this, like this can be, yes, it's suffering, but it also can be inspiration to then now take a step forward to, okay, look, this is a situation now. How can I improve this situation with my health? Nothing to do with what I look like. Whether that means you have you need to lose weight or whether that means you need to change some of your daily habits. Like I'm not saying weight loss is the answer because it's not always the answer. Your weight doesn't equal health. Well, your weight loss is usually a byproduct of another exactly. answer. So it might mean, <laughs> oh, wait a minute, like my diet might be filled with uh, bad food. I'm, I shouldn't say bad food. Let's just say processed, takeaway uh sugary foods there we go or a food that like literally you're allergic to yeah or maybe you have your your hormones are all over the place or your thyroid like there's so much more to health than just losing weight like there's no way that's the answer like if you're if you're suffering with mobility issues uh or like you ill health weight loss is not the answer. There's like two pages of answers that you is, need to look at and even more. Weight loss is never an answer. No. Because it doesn't give us a how. And also, and it's like the the how you weight lose weight. How you weight loss. How you weight loss. <laughs> That's important because, you yeah. know, if you starve yourself or if you go on stupid uh, protein shake diets, that's going to make you sick just differently. Yeah, so this is why, I mean, we get so angry when we hear, like, that being an answer because it simply isn't an answer. It has no information. It has no motivation either. Exactly. It has no 
Uh, how to, how do I get from A to B? You just told me I need to lose weight. How am I going to do that? Okay. Google's how to lose five kilos in one week. You're going to get all the worst kind of answers possible. And if you try any one of them, as Emma said, you're literally going to end up in a worse place than where you were. And take this from like so much experience of dieting, every single diet under the sun, lemon detox diet, liver cleanse diet, gluten-free diet. Uh, what was that other one we did? Dukan diet, paleo, paleo diet, uh, <laughs> Keto diet. Low carb diet. Low carb diet. Uh, yeah, I've tried them. So oh, those celebrity slim shakes oh did those for a little while. Honestly, uh, all of them suck. That was so gross as well. Like they tasted so bad. And, you know, I would drink the shake and then I would just eat the meal as well. Like, <laughs> like, can I have double? Uh I just think uh, as well because, you know, say it's even a doctor and, like, no offense to doctors, you know, you're telling your patient you need to lose weight. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up. Like, let's also check in, like, mentally because a relationship with food, like, I can vouch for this. Wow, I had a messed up relationship with food and exercise. Like, if someone told me I need to lose weight, like, there was no way I was going to do that in a healthy way. That's so, like a downward spiral yes. trigger. That's like a, it's a so button triggering. someone has just pressed yeah. that says, hey, Emma, have your eating disorder back. Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> Goes to the bathroom, throws up. Yeah. Uh, so this is where it's it's so massive. And, uh, like, if you're in it, like, if this is – if you've been part of this experience, you, you know, but someone who may have never had a problem with food, you know, they, they're one of those people. I'm like – so rare, right? How like, how do they? Who are you? Oh my god! How, how? <laughs> how did you get your life? Like they eat and just eat. They they exercise and it's just exercise. They don't think about all the stuff that we thought about. And yeah, I'm in a great place now. But I tell you what, I still think about it on and off. Like yeah. it comes back, and then it's the practice. As we said before, it's a constant practice. And I've just accepted that this is my life now, that it, the constant acceptance. So this is a good thing to accept, I think, as yeah. well. Because I think, you know, how many times have we had that question where it's like, how long does it take until you fully accept yourself? And how long did it take until you didn't feel this anymore? Yeah. It's still happening. And it, I just think it will because we had so much – of that ingrained into us, I think. But and the do formative you know, years yes, as well. exactly. But what I know is that it's extremely helpful for new things. So the weight thing might just be that thing that I get triggered with every now and again. But say as a 34-year-old, noticing my skin changing, mm-hmm. wrinkles, noticing that every second person is getting Botox, I have no inclination to get that mm-hmm. because I'm accepting of it. I'm accepting of these new changes and also welcoming them. Uh, so that's nice. That's, that's, not, like, I know, that's I can, a positive uh, outcome of your self-acceptance exactly. practice. Like, of course, like you might fall back in this area, but you've noticed that you're really str- – like your yeah. mindset is very strong in another area and that's because of the practice. Exactly. So it really does filter out into every aspect. Yeah. So – Let's talk about, I mean, we talked about some of the responses that we got and there was a, definitely 80% of them were like an overwhelming like kind of sadness, 
comparison. I was so much better before. Why am I not like that anymore? Uh, I wish I wasn't so hard on myself back then. Yeah, that, and I can definitely relate mm-hmm. to that because, I mean, really that's what got us on this whole self-acceptance path. We realized, wow, we spend way too long beating ourselves up about not being good enough, not being thin enough, mm-hmm. wanting to lose weight. I mean, how much percent of our daily thoughts were focused around what we ate, how much exercise we did, calories, diet, can I when can I eat the next meal, blah blah blah. I was so obsessed with food that there was limited space for other thoughts. And that realization, that conversation with you and I, Carla, I think that was a big step in the right direction towards self-acceptance. Because I didn't want to live like that. Life is precious. We spend too much time on bloody social media and BS anyway. Like we we want to reduce the, the BS. unnecessary BS thoughts, right? Yeah, definitely. So I guess the question on everyone's mind who's like experiencing this or perhaps, you know, you're not experiencing it as much but it would be interesting to like know, like what do you think we do now that is different mm. to past us mm. that may have looked at memories and felt that kind of sadness and, uh, I guess, comparison all of that, like why is it different? Like why is it mm. when I look at a photo now I don't feel that? Sometimes yeah. like when I look at photos it's more so like when I look at my memories it's usually like I'm either cringing at my what I've written, which oh is just gosh. funny. Like it's just, a, it's just a funny thing like why on earth did I post that? Um, sometimes it's just, it is that sadness for past Carla that like, yeah. you know, when I've posted like about weight loss or oh and like, you know, well, you did, I did a that. lot more of that. It I was never very much like I just ran 21 kilometers and now I'm going to do X, Y, Z or I just uh, did my weekly weigh in and I've lost 2.6 kilos. Yeah. Carla blah, blah, was, blah. you so, were like hardcore with the like external validation yes, and like so much sh- so. oversharing. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so when I look at that, I feel sad. Like yeah. that, that's how I used to feel that that was my worth but yeah. now uh but yes but yours was if- but yours was out loud and mine was hidden mm. so like I can think back and be like yeah like I was really unhappy inside and you know what like again with the comparison thing like I can give another comparison if you haven't listened to my nose job oh uh, yeah episode like there's ones where there's like the first no job nose job <sighs> and like yeah. sometimes I look at those photos and I look like a whole different person and I get really sad about that too yeah. um but not so much I get you really know, you know I get sad about that too because I just think shit like sorry swear word um that was way harder than we even realized. And, I mean, I didn't want to talk about it because it was so upsetting for you. And Carla's one of these types of people who when she's really upset, she doesn't want to talk about mm-hmm. stuff. Like she, you only talk about it when you want to talk about it. You don't really like people pescering, I don't think. But also I think because I'm scared of your reaction because you would get really <laughs> angry at well, me. Well, because my sadness is like anger. And it was like in that movie, uh, The Adam Project on Netflix, and they talk about sadness, anger is sadness. Yeah. And I totally, I don't know who told us that, but we always say that. And I always know, I know when someone's really angry, it's sadness. And like, I know many people who are really close to us and they're angry people. And I know it's sadness. And it makes me sad to think that they can't express their sadness because to express sadness, although very difficult and hard, it helps you. To move through it. Yes. Whereas anger, anger, I think, I don't know, 
maybe it's necessary. It is necessary. You need to get that anger out. But I think if it's directed as what it truly is, which could be sad about something, it might make it easier or uh, reduce the length of the Mm. time. Maybe you're able to move through it more because you're more being more honest. Yeah, and letting go. Yeah. Because I, I think tears are like this surrender, this letting go. I'm letting go of this. Yeah, moment. and then I think sometimes anger, like you can be angry but you're not actually talking about what the thing is really. Yeah. Like it's like a mask almost. Oh like gosh. it's like, you know, like say for – I'll give an example. Like say like we did bring up – you did bring that up in the past about my nose – I probably would have been really hurt by the mm. by the comment and really sad that this has happened to me. Um, but instead I just get angry at you for bringing it up. Yeah. And so, like, I yell. I'm like, yeah. just, like, I don't care. Like, it's fine. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah. But actually I'm not fine and I've oh just God, said it's that actually, I am fine. That was such a traumatic experience. It really was. Yeah, so, but, I mean, you. that's very different, like, thinking. Yeah. But let's talk about, like, when – because past us, we've been in smaller bodies, we've been in bigger bodies um, yeah. than what we are now. And I guess, like, let's talk about, like, how did we overcome uh, the comparison? How did we let mm. go of the yes. of that feeling of being like, yeah. oh. For me, it's looking at past me and – you know, like I reflect and I just think that person is so different in so many ways. So even though there are some photos where, yes, I'm skinnier, thinner, I just think, wow, like I am so much more wise now. Uh, I've grown so much and my body has changed. And maybe that's for the better as well, uh, in my experience anyway. Because I can look back at thinner photos of me and think, well, I also exercise for two hours a day. And although I was doing yoga and Pilates, like my life was yoga and Pilates. And, you know, that's a great life, but there's not much space for much else. So no wonder I was really thin in that stage of my life. Although I was on the path of self-acceptance then, uh, since then it's like I did that and then I I realized I was over-exercising and an exercise addiction. I tell you what, it's just as bad as the food, like it, they're both not healthy. So it's really. almost like you, when you found yourself comparing, mm. you decided to swap it with a gratitude for yeah. your life right now. Yes. So it's like, okay, I'm comparing my life. Rather than comparing just what I looked like, how about I bring some gratitude for the new things in my life that I have that yeah. I didn't have back then and that you've learned that you yeah. didn't know back then? And I, you know, I think it's about getting really present. So, you know, people bang on about this all the time, right? Be present. But, yeah, when we do see these images from the past, it's very easy to get sucked into that wormhole of past thinking and, like, what I should have done and what I could have done and how I should have changed. But uh, we can't take action in the past. We can only take action now. So, yeah, okay, take a look, feel something, get back to the present, find something to be grateful for, Uh and take a step forward and whatever direction that might be, might be, whatever change you want to welcome in, yeah, we, we can all change. Change is going to happen. But let's welcome it in with a sense of self-acceptance, a, a sense of uh, self-respect and a sense of celebration of who we are right here and now. And even if you feel like far out, like maybe you're at a pretty rock bottom stage of your life, okay, we'll have awareness and then take that next step forward and get the help if you need to. Mm, yeah, I think that that's like a really good point because there are so there are seasons of life, and of yeah. course there going there are going to be 
uh, happier seasons, mm. sadder seasons, darker seasons, lighter right, seasons. So and yeah, when we when we find ourselves, well, also let's take a moment here. What do we post on social media? Yeah, the highlight reel. So literally, we're only yeah. getting the memories of the highlight reel. Yeah, let's true. also remember that, which I think Whoa. is like I just like had a massive epiphany just then. So literally, we're getting. It's like, excuse me, Facebook. Also share the memories of the other things that I didn't share. Yeah, right. We should have like a private Facebook yes. for the, the crap time. <laughs> <laughs> because maybe I'm having this nostalgic memory of that yeah. moment because I'm seeing this perfect photo that I've posted five years ago. Mm. Memories is oh can be a dangerous yeah. thing and the mind loves to change them yes. into what we want them to be. Exactly. So like this is like – this is pretty interesting. Yeah, some to memories think about. aren't true. Some memories are like exaggerated, mm-hmm. embellished. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go on this imaginative ride. I mean, I also have a lot of memories where I'm like, oh, I was really sad then, or I just got happy then, and it was probably like after a breakup or something. I can even see photos where I'm like, I know I was crying like literally ten minutes before. Uh, so it's funny to look back at those memories, and a lot of those memories. Guess what? I was thinner. Because I tell you what, I always lost weight after a bad breakup. Uh, and then it's like, well, hang on a minute. Like, what do I prefer, being happier, eating pasta? <laughs> oh, yep, I do. Yeah, being in love. And, and like-, like, I'm a bit – and not. I'm not saying you have to be in love. Like, that was just my experience because there were times when I was single and very happy, but I just knew that in that time I was very sad because maybe it was recent. Uh, but yeah, now where I've got more freedom with food because I've allowed myself to have that, I'm more joy-filled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is a good practice to mm. sometimes we look at only the external comparison. Yes, and that that's it. Where we can actually use comparison to help us move through this. Like this is where True. like we can actually use comparison and have it on our side yeah, and notice like the that. good changes and notice the big learnings. Yes, like, the aha like, moments. You know, not just like you being – not just the good changes in like how you feel but like how you've learned. Like, oh, I'm so different with how I feel about exercise and food now. Like I was yes. so different back then. Like go me for going through that and learning yeah, that and like now that. coming out a different person. And, yeah, I look a little different. But I, I, I know a lot more, and I am more myself, and yeah. I'm not so obsessed, and I'm not so, um, you know, caught up on what yeah. I look like. So, do you think that's what you do? Like, what do you notice? If you, do you still get those memory things? I or? haven't in a while. I think because my memories, like whenever they come up, I just kind of laugh myself. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. Um, you know what? It's a. It's, I don't. I don't feel like that at all anymore. And I'm trying to figure out like what it was that made me think it's this that practice. made me change that. And I just think it's the ongoing practice of every day practicing self-acceptance every day, looking mm. at um, my life as like a fresh start, new beginning that, you know, you don't re- like you don't rely on the practice that was yesterday. Yeah, you must practice it again today. Yeah, it's like a meditation like practice. Like you can't just meditate for a week and say done and dusted. Mm. I'm a perfect meditator. I don't need to do this anymore yeah. because you meditate for life. Like you don't meditate for the meditation. You meditate for the when you need that practice. Yeah, in your life when it comes up. Yeah, like when a stressful moment comes up. Wow, I didn't react to that like I used to. That's because I've been meditating. Yeah. That's interesting. And that's the same with like self-acceptance. Oh, wow, I didn't feel triggered by that 
photo where I am 10 kilos lighter, Mm. that's because I've been practicing self-acceptance. Interesting. Like, and I think that that's the biggest thing. So how can you welcome in self-acceptance not when you are triggered? Yes. It's like you, it's like doing it before before you're triggered. So then when you are triggered, you react, respond in a better way Mm -hmm. uh, that is not like extended over a long time. Uh, It's a quick realization. It's like you fall back, you come back Mm -hmm. instead of you fall back. Then you go down this, this like wormhole of darkness. Um, and like on paper and in a podcast, it's very simple, right? Yeah, just practice self acceptance, guys. You can do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're amazing. But you know, you, it is this this daily thing, this moment to moment thing, and it's just taking moments of reflection. Really, like where can I add my self acceptance practice? Where can I think about it? And you could link it to any everyday habit. Mm-hmm. And that's why we do it with yoga and Pilates. Yeah. Because we believe exercise is a part of living joyfully and happily. Uh, not because you lose weight, but because it releases feel-good hormones. It makes you feel like instantly in a better mood. Mm-hmm. Exercise is magic. And the way I guess that we move is that it gets you present. Yes. So I think this is a very, very, very important part of movement. Like if your movement practice only has you wishing it was the end, thinking about a past meal, Mm -hmm. this is where we need to like make a change. Like don't use your exercise practice as a self-acceptance tool then if that's how you feel when you exercise. Like we need to look for something else, uh, which is possible. Uh, You can do it while you are checking your emails. (laughs) You could, like, have that as your anchor. You could do it before you go to bed. It could be like a morning thing or an evening thing. You could journal. You could do it when you take a drink of water, Mm -hmm. like a glass of water. Uh, Something that you're doing regularly. Link it to that. Yeah. It could, I think, making it. If, if you're at the very beginning of your self-acceptance practice, it's like, yeah, make it a thing. Mm-hmm. Make it a 10-minute journaling thing. Make it a meditation. Make it a yoga class or a walk. Uh, make sure you've got great content to tune into, great podcast episodes, uh, great stuff to read, great people to follow who promote this kind of stuff. There's so many now, like a lot of people are promoting this. We can reduce the, uh, the stuff that makes us feel crappy mm-hmm. and we can – What's that word? Elevate. Elevate. No, I was going to say we can. to the (laughs) um, forefront. Reduce. And what's the other opposite of reduce? Increase. Increase. We can increase the people on our social media platforms who make us feel better. That was what I was trying to say. Uh, Yeah, and I love that. And definitely do that often. Like cull the people who don't make you feel better and find the new people who make you feel great. Uh, That's what social media is about, like being influenced in some kind of way and it's up to you to decide what way Yeah, by making true. sure you consume the right content that you need at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has, like, been a really fascinating episode. I had another last thought. Uh, I guess we've talked about, like, the the how we bring in the self-acceptance and, like, the triggering. What else do we need to – what else do we need to bring in? What was your thought? I've forgotten it. <laughs> it was the last thought about hows and now I've forgotten like the last oh how my, to. I bet it was so good. I think it oh, – I've remembered. I think – I wanted to talk about Mary Body, <laughs> believe it or not, because 
there's something very special about this movement practice in the way that we close and open these Mm. classes. And I've seen it become more and more important, like, in the last month because of our members. Mm -hmm. And, oh, my gosh, you're also amazing if you're listening to this. We love you. Thank you. We really do. Uh, The way that they're using the mantra of Mm. Mary Body, which is always remember you are amazing right here, right now. Oh, my God, just as you are. And I've seen that pop up like messages using that mantra again and again and again by members like it's really solidifying this acceptance practice and this is where a practice just shows like the it just shows how important it is yeah to have something that is consistent something that you can go to every single day that really does have this similarity that kind of has this consistent thing that anchors you to this practice and that's why Mary Body is so powerful because it's a different class every day of whatever you choose to do but we end it the same way and it reminds you then and there that oh yes I am amazing just as I am right here right now and the reason why it's so powerful is because Exercise in all of its past has usually, most commonly, been linked to weight loss Mm. and been linked to you need to be thinner, Mm -hmm. you need to be skinnier. Mm -hmm. And I think because it's such a huge, it's such a flip. Yeah. It's so far from that. Yes. That's why it's so powerful. Yes. So it's yes. not like your common self-acceptance practice. Yeah, true. It's something really different. Yeah, because it's it's linked to something that is usually linked to the opposite. Yeah. Whereas, you know, we used to go to exercise classes and they'd be telling me I ate too much on the weekend and I need to burn calories. Literally like classes, even yoga and Pilates classes, the teachers were telling us this and I see it all the freaking time and it annoys me because I'm like stop promoting diet culture and stop making these people feel crap about themselves Mm -hmm. it's like so what I ate extra fine (laughs) don't do my workout without feeling guilty and you know what like I'm here great celebrate that fact don't don't add shame to it Mm -hmm. and that's what's wrong with this diet culture world that there's so much shame that you feel bad for everything you're doing no matter what you're doing you usually feel bad because someone is telling you to do something else and that you're doing it wrong you know what we're just telling you to accept yourself. <laughs> like, you're here, you're here, you're alive, amazing. Let's get grateful, let's get yeah. accepting of ourselves and then let's take a step forward uh, and let's reduce the self-criticism because that doesn't help. Self-criticism doesn't help us. It makes us shit and unhappy. It makes <laughs> us unhappy. It may, you know what? It makes us step forward in a completely different way. So if I'm on the way to whatever I'm doing, let's say meeting a friend, meeting job interview, uh, whatever it is, going to work, if my mind is telling me I look so gross, I look so fat, oh, my gosh, I didn't exercise today, oh, my gosh, I ate too much on the weekend, oh, I really shouldn't have had dessert last night. I didn't want it. I told myself I wasn't going to eat it, and then I did. I really need to do a double workout today, but I didn't even wake up in time this morning. Okay, wherever I get to, I'm going to be in a pretty bad mood. Mm-hmm. Instead, if I walk to that thing, whatever I'm doing, in a self-accepting way, all right, I did this. You know what? I'm going to plan to do this. Like, it's just accepting what is. I can't change it. Why add the narrative? All right, I did that. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Like, it reduce all that narrative. Reduce all that chitter-chatter nonsense. It's not needed. 
that impacts our present. And then we're keeping on stepping forward with this like sadness, crappy feelings. Yeah, do you know what I'm going to feel like doing? Probably sitting on the couch and vegging out and like maybe eating junk food. Like you're maybe feel very unmotivated. And I'm not saying you cannot eat junk food, but if you're eating junk food like from emotional stuff or like uh, boredom, like this is when awareness helps us because I used to eat that like mm. that too. And then how I eat now is I eat to feel nourished. I eat for joy as in like social situations I eat because I'm hungry Mm. holy moly I eat because I'm hungry I used to not eat like that I used to like binge yeah or overeat or restrict and I know that you know some of you are probably listening to this and being like I can't change uh and you know your situation obviously it's not the same as mine but I can relate to that feeling of like feeling like I need to eat and like wanting to eat junk. And then for me, it was then about throwing up later. And, you know, the thing is we can get through these things. We might need help to get through these mm. things. We definitely need to be aware and honest with ourselves. But we can do the honesty and the awareness thing with kindness. We don't need to beat ourselves up. We've done that enough. So true. My gosh. Yeah. Our thoughts, so like our Yeah, exactly. So then you you know, you're talking about walking to your uh your job at you or whatever it was. Also, yeah, think about your workout. Like what are you the thoughts you're thinking yes. during your workout? Oh like my. you're not gonna wanna do that damn workout if you keep criticizing yourself again and again and again. You're just not gonna wanna. <laughs> not gonna wanna. <laughs> and I think isn't that an amazing thing to realize? Hang on a minute. If I just be more kind to myself, more encouraging when I'm working out, actually just say, you know, like, good on you. Like, well done for showing up and trying mm. your best. Oh, all right. I can, I could try that. I could try my best. Yeah. You are going to way more than likely show up the next day and do mm-hmm. it. If it was the opposite, you're not going to feel motivated at all. And I think, yeah, this is the really amazing thing that we can realize with our minds that we are the ones who create the motivation and it can be one way or the other because motivation isn't just like motivated to do good things. Yeah, You can feel, and in inverted commas, I'm saying good, you can feel motivated to do things that also aren't necessarily serving you. Yeah. Yeah. So true, Mm. sis. Wow. So really I think the key messages of this is take some time to reflect Get honest with yourself. Uh, Take a little note of like when you get triggered and whether it's photo memories or comparison or whatever it is and have a practice. And maybe it's that you say to yourself, I'm not going to look at memories this week. Yeah. If it is literally like taking something away. Yeah. Like that could yeah. also work. Like I know I used to like sometimes scroll through my feed like yeah, and look at old yeah, photos. I don't I do that to, anymore. I don't do that either. So I think in a way I subconsciously stopped doing that when I, again, up-leveled the self-acceptance practice because yeah. I was like, no, I'm going to be present. Yeah. I'm going to like be I back think, here. And that's what it is about. It, it's being present, isn't it? It's It's knowing that this is where life is happening. 
The past has happened. We can't change it. Dwelling in the past won't bring anything good. Unless we're learning moment. something yes, from it. Yeah, unless true, we're, true. we're reflecting on a moment of where I could have responded unless differently. Unless it's like celebrating, unless it's like feeling nostalgic. Mm. I mean, I love looking at like baby photos and like photos of when mum and dad were young. Like I love doing that. That's different. We're not talking about that. Uh, and we can do that for photos of last year and the year before too. Like there's so much joy with looking at photos, but it's if you're – finding yourself feeling really down in a dark place when looking at the photos yeah just stop looking for a Mm. little while get really present get really grateful for this current life if this current life situation is like not great then it's it's helping yourself it's self-kindness it's acknowledging that you're going through a really hard time and don't make it harder for yourself looking at these photos maybe it's getting the help you need. It's getting the support you need, whether it's friends, family, therapy, uh, realizing that you need to make some changes in your current situation. As you said, Carl's life is filled with ups and downs. Mm-hmm. It's not all smooth sailing all the time. I wish it was for us all, but it's just not. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. It is the truth. And it always comes back to that, like, mantra of, like, this too shall pass. Like, the goods. And the bads. Yeah. Like, I know. So, right? like, it, it gets you super grateful and it also helps you get through, I think, you know, in the harder moments when you're like, this is hard. I'm going to get the help I need. And I know it's not going to last forever, though. Yeah. Like, nothing is permanent. Nothing. There no. is always change happening. Mm-hmm. Always. We can't control that. We can't stop change. Yeah. And then it's just about knowing that you know exactly how you are right here, right now. In this body that you have, this amazing body, you are amazing. Just as you are. Yeah. Right here, right now. So start practicing that one. Yeah, believe it. Start believing it. And even if it feels so untrue coming out of your mouth or in your mind, like the thoughts in your mind, if it doesn't feel true, just keep practicing. Mm -hmm. And imagine us telling you that. Yes. (laughs) If it doesn't sound right out of your mouth, pretend it's us telling you. Exactly. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We'll be back with another one next week. Yes. We even have a plan. What? I know. Look at us. It's all amazing. So fun. Uh, But if you've got more comments or questions about this particular episode, make sure you do reach out. You can message us on Instagram. You can also email us. That's probably the two easiest ways to get in touch and the places where you'll get really instant Mm. feedback. Yes. Uh, Otherwise, I hope you have a great week and we will see you soon. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. 
To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.